Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, we're back once again at the corner of truth and courage. No doubt you heard the the huge news coming out of Washington, D.C. that our high court did rule to overturn Roe v. Wade. This, folks, is huge. Now, what's interesting to me about this ruling is that America is perhaps making a pivot, maybe making a change to mend some of its errors in this area of abortion. You need to realize, when we started practicing abortion, many other nations started practicing it too. And so our influence and the saving of lives in America will have a knock-on effect around the world. I think others are going to start having to wrestle with this as well. And and uh, and I want to uh, today, maybe tomorrow, get uh, get into this as well. I want to teach you a biblical position, a biblical reply to abortion. When people say, "Where in the Bible does it teach you that abortion is wrong?" Many, many of us Christians would be out there and saying, you know, uh, we stand with God. We side with God, and, uh, <clears throat> and we're against abortion because God's against it. Okay? Chapter and verse. You know, put up or shut up. Tell us where you get that from. Now, the fact is, is that they may not even recognize the authority of God's Word, but if they can make a fool of you, so that you don't know what you're talking about to make it appear like you don't know what you're talking about, then they, you know, will feel, all right, well, we put this person in their place and this person's talking nonsense. They don't even know what they're talking about. And the fact is, is that most of us Christians, you know, we know the right side of the argument, but we don't know how to make an argument. We don't know how to back up what we believe. So today I'm going to get into that. And we'll break into some of the other areas, some things that maybe you have not considered in this area of abortion and birth control and all these other uh, consequences there. Uh, One of the things I was reading since this ruling came out, CNN put out an article that there are biblical scholars on both sides of the argument. There are those who use their Bible to say that abortion's wrong, and there are those who use their Bible to say that, that uh, you know, pro-choice and abortion is okay. So I went to follow the person that they're talking about, and this is a young lady that posted on a Baptist forum, Baptist, I don't know exactly what it was, I'm not familiar with it. And so I read this person's argument, and nowhere in her argument did she quote scripture there is no scripture to support abortion all she gave were political arguments but arguments that were not based on the bible and the sad fact is is that there are so-called christians out there who say they're christians and say that they support abortion they support this kind of lifestyle, alternative lifestyle, and LGBTQ and all that stuff there. 
They are not doing it from a biblical standpoint. Why? How can you say that? Well, because the Bible speaks against it. And so I'm going to lay that out for you. Before I do, let me just uh, also mention this, and let me open with this kind of question. What does slavery, evolution, Islam, and Hitler have in common? Well, what they have in common is the same ideology that abortionists have. Let me explain what I mean. In slavery, those who held the position of slavery, they used to, you know, in in looking at a race and stuff, they used to say, well, these people are less than human. They're not really as a moral being as we are. And therefore, like animals, it's okay for us to treat them the way that we're treating them. Islam does the same. They take people who are non-believers and say, well, they're not you know, we have rights to take advantage of these people because they're unbelievers and to make them our slaves. And so on their Hitler, he took the same position. These people are not of the Aryan race, so therefore they're subhuman. They're lesser beings. And therefore we have the right to eliminate them and exterminate them. Evolution teaches the same thing with the origin of species. Charles Darwin came out and taught us at the beginning of his teachings of evolution that, you know, certain creatures in this world, black people, are not as fully developed as us white people. Therefore, they're not fully human and lesser beings, and it's okay for us to treat them in a certain way. That's exactly the same mentality that abortionists have. They try to teach us that, well, you know, the unborn is not really a child, not really a human being like you and I are. They're lesser beings. And therefore, it's not a moral issue for us to remove this tissue, this fetus, and to terminate uh, this pregnancy. After all, it's just like removing tonsils or an appendix and something like that. They're trying to take, they, they have the same mentality and same justifications that those who try to justify slavery, those who justify evolution or the origin of species, Islam, Hitler, and so on. And the sad thing is, is that they can't see their own hypocrisy. That's what's really sad. Let's take some time to get into this here today. Where would we go in the Bible to show that people in the womb are people? That they're not just tissue. They're not just something of lesser value. uh, That there is a moral issue here when you terminate the life of someone who is unborn. And by the way, people out there are going to say, well, it's my body. I should have my choice, my, my body, my choice. You know what? Uh, liberals are the ones who want to tell us that, but they didn't give us that when it came to the COVID vaccine, my body, my choice. I thought it was funny that Justin Trudeau uh, quickly spoke up after the ruling came out on Friday. He, he said something to this effect that, Never in Canada will a man tell a woman what she should do with her body. Oh, yeah? What, do you, what did you do with COVID? What are you currently doing? You're telling women that you've got to put this in your body. You've got to put this vaccine in your body. or, or um, you know, so, so they're forcing women to do some things to their body. And again, liberals don't see the hypocrisy of their actions. All right, let's get back into it. I was trying to get into this a minute ago. Where do we go in the Bible 
to lay out our case. The first thing I would take a person is to Luke chapter 1. <clears throat> In Luke chapter 1, <clears throat> the mother of Jesus, Mary, has traveled to visit her cousin, Elizabeth. She's going to spend her pregnancy with her cousin. And her cousin is also with child. Elizabeth has within her own womb John the Baptist. And let me read to you the scriptures. In Luke chapter 1, verse 41, And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. So what's going on here? Um, Jesus is in the womb of Mary. And John the Baptist is in the womb of Elizabeth. He's about six months further down the road than Jesus in his development in the womb. And when Mary comes to visit her cousin, she greets Elizabeth with the salutation. When her voice is heard by his mother, Elizabeth, the babe, John the Baptist, leapt leapt within leapt in her womb what we have here are, are two babes within the womb reacting jesus is there in the presence of john the baptist he witnesses this and responds now you say well that doesn't necessarily prove that that really is a person there now the thing is we've got more but what is very interesting and why i want to start there is this is that even God moves in the hearts of the unborn. There is feeling within the womb. And those who are killing the unborn aren't doing it without pain. There is feeling and God can move and speak even within the womb. Now, this is not a surprise when we read these other verses. Let me go to Jeremiah chapter 1 and Isaiah chapter 49. In Jeremiah and in Isaiah, two great prophets of Israel, both of them, under inspiration of God, reveals to us that even while they were in their, mother, their mother's womb, God was at work. It, it's not just tissue and biology here, folks. These are people in the womb. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. Before I, for, this is God speaking, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. So what's going on in the belly? God is forming the life within the belly of the mother. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I did two things to you. I sanctified thee and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. So the prophet Jeremiah while he was in his mother's womb, God formed him in his mother's womb, and God knew him. And before he came out, God sanctified him, set him apart, and ordained him into the ministry of being a prophet to Israel. In Isaiah chapter 49, verse 1, kind of the same things are being told. Listen, O isles, unto me, and hearken ye people uh, from far. The Lord hath called me, where? From the womb. From the bowels of my mother hath he made mention of my name. So I'm here to tell you that even within the womb, we are precious to God. 
Now, the one set of verses here <clears throat> that's probably the most comprehensive is in Psalms 139, verse 13. Let me read it. We don't have time to get far into it. For thou hast possessed my reins. Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb, and I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee. When I was made in my substance was not hid from thee. When I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth, thine eyes did see my substance. Yet being unperfect, in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet was none of them. Even when there was nothing of me, you began to develop me, you began to fashion me. Even when I was unperfect, you saw my substance, and all my members, every part of me, was recorded. I'm here to tell you that the children within the womb are not just tissue and biology. They're not only children of God, they are living vessels. And I want to say to the women that are out there saying, it's my body. No, it's not. It's your child's body that is in your body that we're trying to protect. And praise God, the courts saw their error and began to correct it. This does not end abortion in our country, but it begins to make it more and more difficult. We're going to have to stop there, but we're going to pick up on more of this in tomorrow's broadcast. So I hope you'll join us again at the corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.